Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you so much for joining me this week. You guys know that I'm always out to give you the best show possible. One of the things that I've noticed in recent weeks, I've definitely been talking quite a bit about the past, okay? Now, the reason why I talk about the past quite a bit is that I don't want you dwelling in the past. But you really do have to realize the significance of the past in your life and what you'll have to handle if you really are out to create a future that is worthy of your life. You don't get over your past, okay? And by that, I mean, you don't just tell yourself to get over it. Can you get over your past? Yeah, of course, you can complete everything that's incomplete. You can handle it. Every war wound that you are carrying from way back then is completely solvable. And I really want you to get this. Every war wound you're carrying from back then, you know, whatever happened when you were three, five, 10, 20, like you're able to complete all of that and handle all of that. And I've talked about all the different ways in which one can do that in their life. Okay. And I'm going to continue to do that today though. I want to talk about the future. If you've had turbulent times, shitty times, trying times, testing times, traumatic times in your life, like I said, you know, there's ways that you can get all that complete to free yourself up to create a future. Most people don't do that. What they do is immediately go and try and create some future without ever realizing how much of a dead weight they're still carrying around in their mind. And an emotional deadweight, I don't mean the person you're currently in a relationship with. I'm not, you know, don't call people deadweights like that. Okay, that's not a nice thing to do. Anyway, but I'm going to talk about the future right now. And you're able to do both things. You're able to complete your past and create your future and work on doing those things as you move forward. Okay, because very often as you step into the future, you realize some old hooks and triggers that you've been carrying around and that it's time for you to sort them out for yourself. So anyway, I want to talk to you about the future. And one of the reasons why I want to talk to you about the future is I think we overly complicate the future. So we make it so abstract that is so vague for ourselves 
that we don't see creating a future as being a pretty simple process. Okay, so I can create a future right now that by Friday, I will have completed two chapters of my new book. Okay, I'm not going to fucking do that, right? But if I was going to do that, I'm literally creating the future right there. Right, now people say, well, no, Gary, that's a goal. No, it's fucking not. Okay, that's creating the future. And from today, I get to explore life inside that future. Okay, so I start to take on the actions that are consistent with that future. And I realize upon that future by Friday. Therefore, I created a future one day and fulfilled upon it, you know, several days later. In a very simple way, that's how creating the future works. Now, there are some things that you need to watch out for when you're out to make what I'm going to call significant life change. And you've really got to keep this in mind, okay? And you've got to start with this every time, no matter what you're doing in your life. You're hardwired for things to be familiar. I have said it a gazillion times, you don't have a comfort zone per se, you have a familiar zone. So you don't live in comfort because a lot of the shit that's in your life is uncomfortable. But man, it's familiar. So even all your upsets and your triggers and your traumas, it's all familiar. You know it. And all of that stuff, not only do you know it, but you're also aware that as much of a hardship that it might be to have some of the stuff around in your life that you have around, you are surviving it. And ultimately, that's just the fucking game. You're just here to make it from A to Z and that's it. Done deal. So what better way to work your way through that than to make things predictable? Now, I've talked about this in books. I've talked about this in podcasts. And again, fuck it. It seems like I'm saying this every week. You should have read all my books by now, all of them. You should be very aware of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these things. Become a fucking student, okay? A student of yourself, how you work, okay? A student of how you do life. Most people, by the way, and I want you to get this, the vast majority of people you will ever meet in your lifetime cannot get to the source of why they are who they are other than just where they're from and some bullshit character traits, okay? And when I say to you, I'm just like you, that's true. I have done a million times more fucking work on myself than you have. I have all your shit going on. I've got all the same hooks and triggers. I'm also masterful in handling my life. Okay, now... Being masterful in handling your life requires you to have an in-depth understanding of self, how it all works, why it does what it does. Why is that important? Because then you can recognize it. So again, at a very base level, you as a being are designed to predict and survive. What better way to predict than to keep doing the same shit over and over and over? Because you know how it turns out and you know you survive it. So if you've ever wondered why you self-sabotage, that is one of the fundamental patterns going on with you. Even though you're like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Because it's familiar and you survive it and then you get to do it all again. And then you fucking die, right? 
But I want to talk to you about those of you who are thinking about a big life change or maybe in the middle of one. And it might be, you know, starting a relationship, ending a relationship, starting a business, ending a business, new career, new geographical location, new body, whatever. Okay, doesn't matter. Often, when you get into this big change, it becomes harder and harder and harder to predict the future. Can't predict it. What most people do is just try and fumble their way through it, which is a big mistake. Because in the absence of being able to predict the future, you must be actively creating it every fucking day. Creating it, creating it, creating it, creating it. Creating it and taking the actions that are consistent with your creation. And I've actually gone over this quite a number of times when I used to have clients, you know, with clients, I'd go over this very same thing. A lot of the clients that came to me over the years came to me to elicit real life change, big things they wanted to change in their life. And I said to them, that's fine. You know, this project might take us six months, right? Which is kind of typical for me, six to nine months. So I'm talking about people who made dramatic career changes, right? From being a fucking engineer to being a sculptor for being, you know, like just all kinds of cool stuff, right? Now, say it'll take us about six months. And their mind, they came to me thinking this was going to be a three-year project. I'm like, well, fuck no. It doesn't take that long to change your life. And it doesn't. It really doesn't. And again, you've heard me talk about this in the past where people say, yeah, I would change my life, but my finances, I mean, shut the fuck up. Come on. Stop it. Right? I mean, so you're telling the guy who's living under the bridge, oh, yeah, dude, you have no money. You can't change your life. Of course he can change his fucking life, and you can change yours. So anyway... But what I'd always say to people, I'd say, yeah, your plan sounds great, but I just want you to know that as we get closer and closer and closer to it, you're going to come up with a really compelling reason why you shouldn't do it. And I remember one client in particular said, no, not me. I'm desperate. I need to make this change. I've had enough. I said, I know what you're saying right now, but there'll be a point you're going to come to me and you're going to either say, I'm really wondering whether this is for me at all, or I want to put a pause on it because this big thing's come up in my life that I need to handle and on and on and on. And sure as hell, it took about four months, but up it came. And I was like, this person has gone through real relationship trouble. And they're like, I don't know if, you know, if this is a good time for me to be doing this. And, you know, it's just been such a, I really need to handle this one thing and then we can get back on track. And I said, no. I said, either we continue through your bullshit right now or our coaching agreement is over. By the way, you should know that I occasionally did that as a coach. I would end coaching agreements with people because they were being uncoachable, okay? I won't coach somebody who's resisting me. Fuck that. Just go do your shit somewhere else. So anyway, in this person's mind, this reason was fucking compelling. It was like, no, Gary, you don't understand. And I said, no, you don't understand. See guys, your subconscious is so powerful. It's constantly striving for the same. So as it gets more and more threatened, right? And you might not even feel threatened. You might be like, I don't feel threatened. I feel like, you know, no, I want you to understand subconsciously you're venturing into unknown territory. Your whole persona just fucking hates that because your persona isn't sure whether 
it can do it. So it immediately retreats at the first useful reason. So sometimes, you know, people hit sickness or illness or family problems or they got offered more money to stay in their job or la, 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 la. This is what I need you to understand. It's not that the world is stacked against you when it comes to changing your life. It's that you are. You are stacked against real, palpable, significant life change. Your entire makeup is not interested in that phenomenon. I mean, you might say you want it, and I get it, and I hear you. No, Gary, not me. I'm fucking different. No, you're fucking not. You're exactly the same. And the quicker you understand that, that all those thoughts you're having, all of those self-doubt little fucking trinkets of disaster that are puddling their way through your mind, I want you to know those are not real concerns of yours. Those are not real concerns of yours. Those are all elements designed to keep you where you are. And like I've said, that's where human beings exist anyway. Human beings exist in the no man's land between wanting the new and keeping things the same. Wanting new things in the life, but addicted, completely all in addicted to the familiar. This is why sometimes when people say to me, you know, I keep staying in this shitty relationship. Is it my self-esteem? I'm like, no, it's survival. You survive this. The thought of not having this is way more fucking terrifying to your subconscious than having this. You'll stick it out. You'll gut it out. No, you don't know what it's like. I really love this person. Come on. Come on. You are continually up against yourself. You're not up against the world. You're not up against your boss. You're not up against your finances. You're not up against your fucking metabolism. You are up against you. And the quicker you realize that, the better. Which is why, you know, I say to people, look, if you want to make a big change in your life, first of all, write down what the change is. And then start to write down all the fucking things that could go wrong with you taking this on. And I want you to write down all the typical thoughts you have when you undermine yourself and you self-sabotage. And I want you to write down all the kind of typical, predictable excuses and reasons and justifications and all that other shit. Write all that down. All the ways that you'll undermine and sabotage and abandon your dreams. Write it all fucking down. And then sit and read all that shit and get closely associated with that shit. And every time you're stepping out there towards that new goal, check in with your little note just to see if you're undermining yourself. You know, because you won't notice it. It'll bite you in the ass. You see, when you understand what's going on in the darkness with you, you're much more empowered to strike towards the light. All right, you guys, I'm going to take a little break right now. Of course, if you want to feature on a future show, you can call me on the hotline and you can actually fucking text the hotline 646-450-3203. Send me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Or you can jump onto the website, unfucknation.com. There's a little form there. You can fill it out with your question or your conundrum or your subject that you want me to cover. All right, we're going to go on a break and I'll see you in a little moment. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. All right, welcome back. I got a great question this week, you guys. This is, I think, something you might have experienced something like this already. If not, it'll come, okay? It'll happen in your life, most likely. This question comes from Terry. And Terry asks, at 48, after decades of working in accounting, I went back to school to follow my childhood plan and become a nurse. Now at 51, as I finish my first year working in critical care, I find myself happy and don't regret my decision but I am so incredibly insecure. Before the job change, I felt confident in my work, product, and my skills. Now I work in a job field where most of my coworkers know more than I do, and it's such a vast field with so very much to learn that I feel discouraged. How will I ever catch up? I miss feeling confident in my work skills, and I'm guessing this is productivity you're saying here, Terry. To compound the feeling of insecurity, many of my friends and co-workers are getting burned out post-COVID and are leaving either my unit or the profession altogether. How do you get past the fear of not knowing enough? All right, Terry, I'm going to deal with all of this, of course. And, you know, if you're listening to this question from Terry right now, you might have had this experience in your life where you feel as if you're underskilled or out of your depth, Okay. The first thing that always strikes me when people ask me these kind of questions, and I've answered a question like this fucking probably thousands of times in my career, okay? I'm always interested in what's getting exposed with a person. Not what they're troubled by, but that they're getting troubled by this, right? Like, I have three children. My youngest is six. My oldest is 16. They all learned how to ride a bicycle at one point or another. When they first got on that bicycle, there was no expectation from me that they should fucking master this thing right away. Like, I knew it was going to take however long it was going to take. So, you know, we just went through it all until they'd eventually mastered it. But it's troubling you, Terry, that you don't know everything. Because it exposes some view you have of yourself. Like, it's getting, it's on public view now. Like, people can see you don't know. Or people might hear that you don't know, or people might witness you do something that makes it obvious either your naivete or your lack of knowledge or skill in a particular thing here or there, okay? But it's not a lack of knowledge that's bothering you. It's, like I said, it's what it reveals. And what I need you to understand and what I need everybody to understand, like, that's part of the kind of inauthenticity of you. That's part of your pretense. And it's a lot of work to keep that pretense up. Like I know what I'm doing and I'm the expert and la, la, la. 
And here it is, you're in this field, like you really wanted to get into. But man, that shit's getting revealed, isn't it? But this isn't about knowledge, this is about you. And the way that you do life. And that if you're not the expert, you get yourself into the kind of fucking kerfuffle that you've gotten yourself in right now. But I've got a question for you, and my question is, what's the fucking problem with not knowing something? What's the problem with saying to somebody, listen, I don't know that. And I know you might go, well, I work in critical care. That's right, but you're in critical care because somebody else thought you were qualified. Not because you thought you were fucking qualified. What you think about it is irrelevant. You're there because somebody else looked at you and said, yeah, you're good, go. You're not expected to know everything. And I do understand, though, that in your mind's eye, you should. You should know everything. And the reality is you won't, but you're missing out on something. You're so protective of it and so fragile about having that revealed that you're just not enjoying the opportunity of not knowing. Not knowing something is an opportunity to discover, to explore, to find out, to enrich. You're in such a fucking panic. You're just acquiring information so that you can keep up the charade. And it is a charade. It's just bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. You mentioned your age. Nobody fucking cares about your age, Terry. Seriously, they don't. You got to stop talking about it. Nobody fucking cares. When you're in critical care, is the only thing that people really give a damn about is that what you are doing, you know what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. And ask somebody who does know. As far as people who are leaving your profession are concerned, you're collapsing two things. You're adding two things that don't belong together. The only further compounds the kind of personal attack that you're feeling from this not knowing. So you got to separate the two things. People are going to come into your profession. People are going to leave your profession. Is there burnout in your profession? Yeah, there is. Is it probably heightened right now, given the last year or so we've had? Yeah, probably fucking is. What the fuck's I got to do with you? You focus on you, your passion, your love of the game. That's it. That's all you need to worry about. And start to explore not knowing, for fuck's sake. This is brilliant. You don't know. Good. Go fucking find out. Listen, the only thing I ever ask of people is, give me the answer. And if you don't have it, Tell me you don't have it. You know, I've even said this on the podcast before, and this is part of your conundrum, Terry, right? You feel as if you should be a 10 out of 10. I mean, that's a fucking shitty way to live. It's about acknowledging where you are. If you're a 1 out of 10 in critical care, then be the best fucking 1 out of 10 there is. Knock the socks off that thing until you can call yourself a 2. And that growth, that maturity, it'll take you a few years. It's fine. You got it. You can handle it. You're fucking smart. You know you're smart. I know you're smart. So come on. But the reality is you got to give up this anxiety of feeling that you should know. Because the reality is if you were fucking 21 and didn't know, 
No one would bat an eyelid. So you're 51 and you don't know. That's right. And just cough up the fur pot. Don't know or don't understand. And you could quickly follow up with, but I'm going to find out. And I'm going to understand this. That's somebody who's hungry for mastering the game they're playing. So give up the anxiety, give up the need to know and start to take on for yourself, exploring the unknown in your career. Like that's what you're doing every day. You're exploring the unknown. You're not avoiding the fucking unknown. You're not backing out from or shying away from or trying to avoid it. You're exploring it because every time you explore it, you're enriched and you're better for the experience. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. As always, please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And look, I know some of you want to just get off now. You're like, oh yeah, I've got my fucking wisdom for the week. But it's a big deal to me when you rate, review, and subscribe to this show. It really is. You must know by now, like I am out to make a fucking difference in this world, okay? I'm not out to make a buck in this world. I've made a buck. It's fine. I'm good. I'm out to make a difference. I'm out to impact the quality of people's lives. So if you rate, this show, if you review this show, if you subscribe to this show, you're someone who's supporting that game. And by default, you're impacting people's lives. One other thing that I do want to add, by the way, for next week's show, I get these fucking emails all the time from people who have just produced the most phenomenal results from listening to the podcasts or reading the books or, you know, listening to interviews of mine. And so I'm going to start reading some of those out because they're so fucking inspiring. And you should know, like, the way that people are changing their lives is at times just fucking breathtaking. Okay, I want you to get, like, phenomenal, out-of-the-fucking-park results. So I'm going to start sharing them in the podcast because I think it's important for you to know that those kinds of results are available to you. All right, that's it for this week. Have a great one. I'll see you on the flip side. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.